are Kate and Monique, two friends who practice true forgiveness in their daily life challenges using the Course in Miracles. We share concrete examples of how to undo the ego mind way of thinking. The results are as surprising as they are amazing. So, I am Monique. Hi, I'm Kate. And this is our podcast, You Can Undo It Too. Hi, this is Kate. This episode is called The Learning Pit. We set out to record a totally different topic when Monique found herself in that very pit. She felt despair, anger, and frustration, and we caught it on tape just for you. Right now, I am deep in the pit. I feel sad. I feel upset. I feel hopeless and useless mm. and guilty. Mm. What about that? And as much more than that, but I don't have words for it. It's so bad and deep inside the darkness. And the reason for that, <laughs> <laughs> the reason for that is because I cannot, I cannot manage the window of my Google Drive. <laughs> because we are trying to record an episode about technology. Yes. <laughs> and, and what is and this basically episode um, about? What what are do you are do you have any doubts about whether this episode is going to work? Right. Right from the beginning, I, I was thinking that I would have a story to tell and within the story tell what has happened in the past and all these things. And instead of that, we are making it a life now. And it has been for me very difficult to deal with technology because it's new for me and making a podcast. I had to, uh, my learning curve is like exponential and scary mm. uh, feel that I'm on top of a mountain and I'm about to fall right now <laughs> deep in the abyss oh top of the mountain and uh, about to fall that's great yeah, because a lot of us yeah, because like feel that way yeah. when we're learning yeah that's the thing is like when I for example when I was struggling with that window I was blaming myself for not being able to do it I know the principle is get the arrow from the corner, grab it, and put it wherever you want, as simple as that, but it's not working. So then I share that with you, and, and you tell me that I, you are also tr- struggling. Then I realize, why did I think that it was, I was the only one, and I feel guilty about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is really the problem is the guilt, you know? feeling guilty at every step in our life and it's really not a life like like i was saying to you right now like i'm just crying crying for those little things but it's so painful so so much suffering and not able to share with too many people because not too many people want to be patient to 
explain things, and especially our age group, because we were not born into that. But this is probably just an excuse, right? No, I mean, it's, it's making probably. it really real. Yeah. Yeah, it's making it real. Yeah. Like, you know, our group, we were not born with it. And we were not born with a computer and nobody taught us and we had to ta teach ourselves. And therefore we are suffering and it's normal and it's real and everything. But actually there is a solution to it. So what is the solution, well, Kate? The <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's take a look. So right now you might feel like you're entering the unknown with technology. Yeah, totally. And as you said before we started recording, you said it feels like entering the darkness and you are judging yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I just said, why, why does it take so much time for me? I can manage to swipe the window from right to left, but not left <laughs> to right. I mean, what? is it with me you know so i judge myself yes yeah, what's totally. wrong with me right what is wrong with me yeah and maybe deep down i feel this only happened to me i feel it has happened yesterday and the day before and uh, i always need help and i'm tired of that right i'm tired of feeling that i depend on others you know that kind mm -hmm. of thing Yes. So you feel alone and separated, right? Yes, exactly. I feel alone because yeah, at one point there were, you know, I begin to hesitate to ask for help. And then I'm afraid at the same time that, yeah, I don't ask for help, but then I'm going to make a mistake. And what will happen to the mistake, you know? So, yeah, what, um, what might yeah, happen? What would happen alone. if you made a mistake in technology? like with recording the podcast, what would happen? <laughs> That's a good point. It would happen that it's not recording, one possibility. It's uh, not recording what we want to record. And third possibility, we cannot ever record because we are not knowledgeable enough or we can never finish because time runs out or something happened in our life and we cannot ever do whatever. So that are the possibilities. But when I think about it, it's, it's always possible to start it again and to record again. And we have experienced that with the first one. You know, we recorded so many times and we finally made it. So it is possible. And, and it just, we just need to well, what, repeat what would it take until we get it. What back. would it take for you to let go of your judgments and your fear? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. What would it take? I think looking at it first, accepting it as it is without feeling guilty. That is a big relief, you know, for me that accepting it as it is. Okay, so let's jump in. Let's use A Course in Miracles in our everyday lives. Right. So? Right. So I look at it, I look, okay, I don't know how to swipe my window 
from my computer and I will learn from it. Well, but, but um, wait, Monique, I think the first step is acknowledging that this is all a dream. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Thank you for reminding me. This is all a dream. Oh, and I'm creating it. Yes. I'm the creator of my dream. And why am I the creator of my dream? Why do I create that? Well, how right? about that you are, you are the author of the dream. And yeah, forgiving the projections. What are you projecting? What is, oh, what's, what are you experiencing? I know what I'm projecting. Yeah. I'm expressing a lot of fear of the unknown. So I have a lot of fear and projecting fear. I'm projecting that I don't know. I'm projecting that, I mean, I know I, I'm projecting for sure that I'm not good enough and it is projected in what I see. I'm not good enough to swipe the window. I'm not good enough to find a way to record. I'm not good enough to find the right headphone or the right earplug. So all the things that are happening, I am creating it so that I can confirm, yes, I'm not good enough. I told you before. <laughs> right? So, so you are right and miserable. I am. Yep. You're right about yep, it right. and so, not so happy. Right. So it does not lead to happiness. So there must be another way. Ah. Yeah. There must be another way because... This is not a life. It's the life of misery. I'm projecting things that that are not that are not right in the first place. Anyway, you mean they're not true? Yeah, that are not true. That are not true. Because I mean, uh, I mean, I know that that I am as God created me, and that I am whole, pure, and innocent. And that I just made a story that I was separated from from God, and 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 therefore I felt guilty within my own story, within our, my own mind, within my own thoughts, and I went on and on with that at a point where I keep on repeating that in everything I do. Yeah, and you're repeating it right and now. I'm separated, and I'm repeating it right now. But thanks to Kate, who just came up to my rescue. And said, well, that's a dream that you forgot. Okay, so that's the first step, right? It's, this is a dream, right? Yep. And the second step is acknowledging. I'm the creator. Yeah. I'm the author of the dream, yes. right? And acknowledging that. So it's actually forgiving your projections. Yeah, just basically what happened is that I saw a, a warning on my computer. And I think that I mentioned that, that. My battery is running low. I did, but somehow we just continued talking. And then as we were talking, I forgot that my battery was running low. And the screen went dead. So the feeling right away at the time was, what's wrong with me? Why did I forget? So again, judging myself right away. You know, so it's okay. I'm going to get a plug, plug it in. And we start again. 
recording. Yeah, you so, did that. Yeah, I did that. It's just that that thought pattern of judging myself has to be corrected and the only way we can correct that I can correct that is by realizing that I am projecting and I'm projecting something that is not true like you were like, like you were saying projecting that that I'm not good enough that I that I messed up and and that I'm alone and I fear because I'm alone and I won't find the right way. Well, I, it seems to me that you are very attached to this story. Oh, I see. Yeah, I get, I get attached to the story. Once I, I get into this thing, I get attached to the story. So what is the way? How to get detached from the story? <laughs> well, it has to do with forgiving. That's the only reason oh. we're here. Okay. So, what do I need to forgive? Well, let's take a look. Yeah. So, I think one of the f most helpful things for me is to acknowledge how very right I am and how very much I want to be right more than I want to be happy. So, it seems to me like what you're saying is I, I take too much time. I, I'm so guilty for all the time I took, and I can't swipe my screen left to right, and yep. there's something wrong with me, and this is a story that is very familiar to you, right? Right. Very familiar. Yep. I even can go all the way to what I thought for a long time was the cause, when actually <laughs> the cause is much deeper than that. <laughs> But I created that too, you know, that story too. Well, I mean, it's like when you tell it, it doesn't sound like you created it. It sounds like that's what happened to you. Yes, exactly. Like the story of my mother telling me that there's something wrong with your brain. And of course, but I created that too. Like my mother was like another player on the stage, you know. I had to choose my mother telling me that story to confirm that something must be wrong with me, that I feel different, I feel separate from the others, feel different than from others. I created that, yeah, that too. This is interesting because I'm noticing that I don't feel in myself, I don't feel a release from this. I think you still believe this. Yeah, right. At this point, yeah. So at this point, I still believe that, and that's the reason why I'm going through there everything every day, right? Yeah. Oh, tell us more about every day. What's that? You mean with the technology? Yeah, with the technology, because right now I am like in a very steep learning curve because I need to know more things because I'm faced with the computer all the time. For I mean, I had to do a fellowship after the. Um, doctor in medicine I had to do a fellowship for two years online so I had to learn so many things there that was oh so many tears I tell you like oh man how I'm going to make it so but I made it through the two years and now it's it's the same thing is like people sending me some messages and I have to learn to make a 
picture and send a picture into an email and send a picture into another. And it's like a big challenge for me. And where I, I learn, but I learn, but it's, um, it's painful and it does not have to be painful. If I can accept it as it is what it is, that might be the first step, you know, accept, acceptance. But how to undo, how to undo that guilt? Because guilt is deep, deep inside. Yes. So what do you suggest so, on that? Well, our ego, I mean, our egos was where guilt comes from, mm -hmm. from a judgment Right. And I find that, and you've helped me a lot with this, that when I'm in the place where you are, which is a very small, cramped, painful place, you've helped me see that there's blame. It's both of me, but it's usually someone else or something else. It's usually someone else. And that I found to be very confronting whenever you said it. So Who is wrong in this scenario? Who doesn't have patience with you or who doesn't, who doesn't appreciate your learning process? Like, can you think of someone? For a second. Or who are you for, separate from, I guess is another way to look at it. Right. Well, I'm separate from everybody. I'm separate from you. I'm separate from my daughter. I'm separate from my son because everybody else knows better than me. Right, it's only I mean, uh, like a few minutes ago, when I was sharing with you that I have a problem with the window, and you said to me that I have problem too. I said, "Really? You have problem too? <laughs> I'm not alone in that." So it's like a little, uh, a little light realizing that I have tendency to believe that I am the only one that is suffering. I'm, I feel separate. I feel separate from others. Okay, so... And the ego wants well, me to feel separate, right? Yeah, and the ego wants me to be someone who is withholding my struggle from you. Right. Yeah, the ego wants me to see that, oh, she is not sharing, or um, mm -hmm. my daughter is not telling me everything. They don't realize uh, how painful it is because they know everything. So we, we yeah, it, it's definitely blaming others deep inside, but we don't say these things, right? Usually we don't. I mean, I just, you and me, we, we talk freely about these things, but usually, you know, in the world, we don't say these things. <laughs> we just blame internally and we yes. blame ourselves too. And we You know, and also it was very human to not want to see how we blame others. It's, it's easier to say, it's more politically correct to say, I blame myself, which we are doing also. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, uh, so let's talk about me and how you noticed that you had a reaction to my saying, I'm struggling with that too. Right, right, right. So let's talk about it in the context of forgiveness. Right. So, well, I'm not so sure what you are referring to, but I can say what I was feeling, I was feeling guilty, deeply guilty that I was taking too much time. From whom? 
taking too much time from you, right? That's right, from from uh, <laughs> from you. <laughs> That's right. So blaming you indirectly. Absolutely. Yeah, right, right. That's that's how we do it. I was feeling a victim, and when I was feeling a victim, I was blaming others as being attacking me with not having enough time. So it was an attack-defense type of situation, but very deep and not recognized. Yep. Very good. Very good. So there is really nothing like that. Well, let's let's keep looking though. I mean, let's keep looking because it's really rich what you're saying, you know, and many people can relate to this. Many. So when you're in the process of being vulnerable and learning something new, you're revealing something that came up for you that's probably quite familiar which is when you feel guilty, you judge yourself, but you're also judging the other person who appears to be rushing you or appears to have time that is being wasted or something like that on you. Right. So talk about that. Talk about how that feels. I mean, how did it feel when you were blaming me? Yes, so basically I do that because... The feeling of being a victim and feeling guilty is so heavy and so, so impossible that somehow I need to project it outside and find somebody else guilty. But the thing is, we're not really looking consciously for someone to find Oh, no, it just happened. Yes. It just happened unconsciously. Yep. And it's only later on. Yeah. Later on as you reflect on it, right? Right. Yeah. So go back to me and what, tell me about, because here I'm judging myself right now because I'm taking too much time to help you. <laughs> like I'm not efficient. Oh, I see. You're not efficient. So you, you are judging yourself. Mm -hmm. And why do you feel like that? Because we have an agreement in doing that podcast for the sake of helping others that are going through the same thing. So we should have a shared interest so strong that nobody should, we should be so confident and so yeah, so confident that we have that shared interest that is so strong and be clear of how much time we are spending and that every step of the way is part of the creation of that episode. Right. So it's difficult for, yeah. That's good. Shared interest helps a lot as opposed to is my interest. I should know that. And her interest is different than mine. But actually, we have a shared, a very strong shared interest. Yes. So that helps to, to um, think that way. It's more healthy, feels more healthy. Forgiveness, uh, you were asking me before, 
I think first, before I, I forgive, I, which I hope one day will come automatically, and then that it will be clear to my mind that the ego's way of thinking only leads to nothing and to suffering and to blaming ourselves and blaming others, attack and defense, and, and basically the whole world is based on that. And that ego way of thinking is not the right way of thinking. And therefore, what is the right way of thinking? What could I think differently in that episode? Well, for one thing, did anything really happen? So far, yeah. So far, nothing happened. <laughs> it just happened that I found another way to to talk and without having the screen. And maybe that was the point, maybe God's spirits, the Holy Spirit inspiring us to say not what we wanted to say, but what needed to be said. Wow. Yeah, I, I love that. Like what if all of this is happening exactly as it should be? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's usually what we don't see when we are in a in a difficult situation is what about all the things we learn because of that situation? And not only that, but what other people benefited from that, from it. You know? Yes. And that we don't see that at that time, you know. No. So that's why But that's you know, because we're blinded by the wrong way of thinking. The ego is, is inaccurate. Yeah. It blind, I mean, it's a very good word. Totally yeah. blinded. Yeah. So really what helped me with this is that you making me aware that it was a dream. That was a very important step. How can we forget that? We forget it so easily, isn't it? Well, I mean, we're, we're learning. We're, we're in the learning pit. I mean, that's the process of going back into forgetting and then practice remembering. Yeah, yeah. I saw the other day in the Course in Miracle, Jesus saying, one thought at a time. One thought after one thought you correct. It's not going to be all at once. It's one thought after the other, you correct it. And then eventually you will go back to the oneness and feeling that, okay, all this is just a dream. But you have to correct the thought so that you can learn how to think right. To have a right yeah, way of thinking. It's a skill. It's a skill to acquire. Yeah, it's a... It's a skill to acquire because we have gone down the pit so fast and so well that we know we know so many different alleys and so many different tunnels and so many different ways. And we, we know think it those, so well. those tunnels are real. Yeah, and we think it's going to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like in the process we are seeking for something and it's like you seek and never find. This is the ego story, right? We are going down the pit and the ego is trying to tell us, oh no, there's another way here. 
you can do that. And it's always finding misery and attack and defense and, and justifying and blaming. And, and it's non-stop and it doesn't go anywhere. Yes. So to get out of the pit, we have to learn it again. So what, what did you, I mean, where would you place yourself now in terms of the learning pit or in terms of how you feel has anything shifted? Have you made a switch to the, a different teacher? Yeah. So the switch happened once I realized that I was projecting my ego into from my ego f- making me feel a victim to projecting it into, into others. Well, how about you were projecting it on me? Right, exactly. So when I realize that and I realize it's not right and it does not give me anything, it does not give you anything, it doesn't go anywhere, then I realize it's not the right teacher. It's not the right way of thinking, the ego. So I I switch and I realize that I have to change my my way of thinking and thinking what what led me to that is not having trust in myself or or love for myself and asking the holy spirit for for guidance and realizing that when i review the whole thing realizing that oh that episode that we are making maybe not working the way we wanted it to work, but for the sake of the Holy Spirit. So that gave me a relief. The emotion became, oh, it might not be what I want, but what the Holy Spirit wants. Oh, and that felt a relief. Mm. That's wonderful. Yeah, that felt a relief at that time. And so from that point now that I have chosen a different teacher, the Holy Spirit, now I can forgive myself for projecting and I can forgive myself for having forgotten that this exists. Forgotten that this is the right way of thinking and that's where it leads to somewhere out of the pit that will help me learning that sometimes when I don't get something, it's okay not to get something because it might not be the right time for me to get this or maybe somebody else, if I ask the help of the Holy Spirit out of the blue without me even asking, that very person will come to me and teach me what I need to know, maybe at a different time. Or, you know, the other piece is that sometimes, like when I look at, as we're looking at your story that just unfolded right as we were talking, I'm thinking that maybe it looked like there was something you needed to learn, but there was really nothing there. It was just a matter of of the guilt of forgiving 
your, yourself and me, forgiving me for nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah, that's the thing is forgiving you for nothing because you have not done anything wrong. And yourself. And, for, and I have not done anything wrong. So we were feeling guilty for nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is the story. I mean, since the beginning, nothing has happened. That's right. Nothing. Can you see that? I can see. I can see. I can see now. Okay. Is it so? Is it true that you wasted my time? A little bit. A little bit still. Yeah. A little bit still. I feel. But when I reason it out, I did not waste your time because it was meant to happen this way. The Holy Spirit's wanted that to happen another way. And that's what I did not see. And now that I see that, then of course it doesn't exist. Well, there's another step. Do you remember what it is? Asking for help? Well, releasing it to the Holy Spirit. like. Because we don't really oh, understand. Right. right? We don't right, know. Right. And right. we trust. That, that is a huge step that you helped me with many times. Right. Yeah. So now that I can forgive easily because nothing happened and nobody has done anything. That's so true. Whatever happened, happened. And it was meant to be this way. Then the things that I don't understand or the thing that are beyond my knowledge, then I release it to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can take care of everything else that I have not thought about, that are... Because really, when you think about it, why, why do we judge ourselves when there's so many variables that so many intrication into the entire world of people and of things and of events, we are not able to judge. Only the, our judgment is like reduced to maybe that Speck. Yeah. Speck. <laughs> yeah. So that's why releasing to the Holy Spirit is the best thing we can do and we leave it into his hand and ask him to to take care of the rest, basically, that we have not seen. And that's that's also a big relief. Big relief that everything is in the right place at the right time, that nobody has done anything wrong, that we are being guided all the time. We are being guided. And yeah, so thank you so much for guiding me through this episode. Thank you, Monique, for... Is there some more steps? (laughs) Oh, are there any more steps? Monique? You remember better than I do. (laughs) Well, you know, it's good to uh, work with each other and to remind each other through these things because it's very needed to be as a team. So that's what we we want to, to provide to everybody. Yeah, and so, I think that we, we, we're doing it, you know, by sharing our stories and, and even better by just 
sharing our experiences as they're unfolding is such a gift. Yep, yep. Thanks to your inspiration, Kate. Say, let's record now. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the way I felt at that moment, let's record now. Oh, but, but I have to have it written. No, no, I, I won't know what to say. I want to know yes. what to do. So, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Ah. So, so we can invite them to see the next episode. Oh, yes. Guess what? I don't know what to say. I forgot. But, okay. Well, we invite you to subscribe if you want to, if you like it. And also, we invite you to listen to the next episode that we'll have for you. So, thank you for helping me to share. Thank you, Kate, for guiding me through that episode. Yes, see you next month. And thank you for listening and letting me share. And remember, life is just a dream. Wake up with us. Thanks to our sound engineer, Pat Kicklighter, and our program coordinator, Rachel Wortham, at Resonant Recordings. Special thanks to Adam Risby for going first, making mistakes, sharing the knowledge.